everybody, and welcome in to another episode of the Speaker Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Enrico Ambrister, and I want to say thank you for tuning in with me today. Some of my followers might be celebrating the Labor Day holiday, so if you are celebrating this as you listen to this episode, or if you're listening to this once the holiday has already passed, I hope you're having a great time or had a great time and that this message can take you through the rest of this week, the rest of this month, and the rest of the year. Now, what is the purpose of this podcast? Well, this podcast is dedicated to bringing you the information that you need to excel at public speaking because we know that public speaking is one of the most sought-after skills in the world. In fact, speaking in front of others, that's the number one fear in the world. So this podcast is here to help you just conquer that fear. But today, I have an Elevated Awareness segment for you. And if you're unfamiliar with them, these segments are focused on certain topics and subjects that are relevant to us all. I share my thoughts on these subjects. And ultimately, they're presented with the intent to help us get better, to help us get sharper and stronger. So today, I want to talk about feeling overwhelmed. This is something that so many of us face, especially working professionals and those with families can definitely identify with this. And I want to take a look at what does it really mean when we are overwhelmed? Because a lot of times we say, oh, I feel like I'm overwhelmed and I have so much to handle on my plate. But we don't take a step back and actually look at it and analyze what does it mean to have this emotion and to feel this way. So today, that's what I'm going to dive into. And we'll talk about some ways that you can fight feeling overwhelmed, even if you have a plate that is full of responsibilities even if you are a working professional with a family at home or you're in school and you have some obligations at the church, no matter what it is, today we're going to analyze what it means when you are overwhelmed and how you can avoid yourself from being overwhelmed. The reason why I chose this topic, for one, is because I know there are lots of people that feel overwhelmed on a daily basis. I always see people heading to work, talking about how tired they are, getting off work, talking about how tired they are, and just feeling disconnected to so much because of bills, because of quote-unquote adulting responsibilities. So this is something that a lot of adults face, especially millennials, that are just coming up and getting their feet wet in the whole adulting thing. But the greater reason why I chose this topic is because I allowed myself to feel overwhelmed as well very recently. And I am willing to admit that. It was a little difficult for me to get to this point, and it is a bit difficult for me to admit that I let myself get overwhelmed, especially now that I've taken a look at what being overwhelmed really is, in a way, me expressing that, it makes me feel like I'm giving an excuse. But I have to be honest with you guys, and I have to be truthful. 
this is something that I've been feeling very recently, given the nature of my job and increased responsibilities at my job doing this podcast and wanting to make sure that I bring you guys the best value as possible and that I put all of my heart and soul into this podcast as far as bringing the content to you then managing my social media accounts, also the responsibilities that I have with Toastmasters and trying to achieve some of my personal goals in Toastmasters on top of some of the other things that I'm focused on, like fitness goals, as well as some financial goals. So I had a lot of goals in my mind and a lot of things that I wanted to accomplish, a lot of things that I felt like I was working on at the same time. And I started to feel very overwhelmed and I decided to take a step back because it was getting to the point where I was neglecting some of the most basic things that I need to make sure that I'm doing to take care of myself. For example, skipping breakfast because I need to catch up on sleep because I'm not getting enough sleep, things like that. So I'm sure many of you can relate. So let's talk about that, what the feeling of overwhelm really is and how we can stop feeling like that and wake up every day excited and be able to get things done on our to-do list, even though we might not feel like it at that particular time. Now, to understand what feeling overwhelmed really is, we need to understand our emotions and how our thoughts affect our emotions. I want you to stick with me here, and I really want you to think about it. Your emotions are a result of the thoughts you're thinking about a specific thing. Okay, and I'm going to use a very basic example. There are tons of other examples, but in the age of social media, this is something that people actually deal with. Let's say you have a significant other or a partner that's on Instagram and they post a picture. And of course, you know, your partner is popping. The person that you like, they are popping. So that Instagram picture looks really nice. Okay. And you have their followers commenting on their picture. Maybe they're leaving some heart eye emojis or saying some things that may be deemed inappropriate, just depending on how you look at it. One person might feel angry about that or they might feel insecure about what's happening. And when you really analyze why, it's because of some of the internal thoughts and some of the beliefs they hold about what's happening. Some of their beliefs might be something like someone else giving my partner attention means that my partner is going to feed into that and not pay attention to me. Or it might be, This is how infidelity begins. I know so many other couples that broke up because one of them decided to cheat with somebody else on Instagram. And you have all of these emotions of jealousy and insecurity because of the thought processes that you're having, because of the beliefs. And many times we don't even recognize that's what's going on. We don't even realize those are the beliefs and the thoughts that we hold so firmly. On the other hand, you might have someone that doesn't really care. In fact, that person might go all the way to excitement or a feeling of, yeah, I got what you don't got. And the reason for that is because that person might hold some thoughts or beliefs that go like this. Oh, it's, it's just social media. That's what people do. They comment. Or 
Well, you can look and you can like, but you can't touch. That's reserved for me. And I know there's a thought pattern or belief that a lot of people hold that says, if you have a partner and other people aren't trying to get at them, then what you have isn't worthwhile. So just that one instance of someone that you like posting a picture on Instagram and other people commenting on it, you can see how the emotions that you feel are connected to what you think about that situation. Not necessarily the situation itself, but what is your perception of it? When we think about feeling overwhelmed, that is an emotional reaction. It comes with so many of its emotional cousins. And when you feel overwhelmed, you might feel depressed. You might feel hopeless. You might ask, what's the point of all of this? But in the example that I just gave you, emotional responses like this are just responses to the thoughts and the beliefs that you are having. So as we follow that line of thinking, it only makes sense that when you feel overwhelmed, that's because you are responding to a specific thought or belief about your situation. And many times those beliefs sound something like this. Oh, this is too much for me. I can't handle this. It's unfair for me to handle this. Why do I have all of these responsibilities? My life isn't fair. Life sucks. Why is so-and-so's life look like that and mine is like this? And when we analyze these thoughts and beliefs, it's no surprise that we do feel overwhelmed. So I want to point out here, it's not necessarily what you have to do and what's going on in your life. It's the thoughts and the beliefs that you have about what you're doing and what you have to do that make you feel overwhelmed. And when you understand this difference, it's very easy to step back and look at yourself and reanalyze why you feel overwhelmed. When you realize that it's a choice and that you can choose not to feel that way, then when you feel that way again, you realize that you've given away your power and you can retain it. What I'm going to share with you is three questions you can ask yourself when you feel overwhelmed. I encourage you to just take a step back and reevaluate the situation. So we're going to talk about three things to ask yourself. And these questions, they might take some time to work through. So we're going to go through them. Then I'm going to share some very quick tips with you that you can use on a day-to-day -day basis to get things done even when you feel overwhelmed. And these are things that I've been using in my life very recently within the last few days, last few weeks. So I want to share them with you because I think they'll help. So the first thing you want to ask yourself when you're feeling overwhelmed, you want to step back, of course, but you want to ask yourself, how am I looking at my life? What is the mindset that I have right now about the things that I have to do in my life? If there are certain things that I have to do, am I approaching it with an attitude of, oh, I can't believe I have to do this and it's so annoying? Or an attitude of, hey, this is something that I have to do and I'm looking forward to putting my best foot forward and getting it done because I know it has to be done and I'm going to do this with excellence. Check out your mindset. And when you check out your mindset, you realize that you can find something more positive, something more optimistic. 
but something here that I want you to really ask yourself and analyze is what do I actually have on my plate? What are the things that I must get done? And what are the things that I am putting on my plate that don't belong to me? What are the things that I'm making mine? Because if we're honest, there's a lot of things that we don't have to do or that aren't inherently ours, that don't belong to us, that we take ownership of. And then we wonder why we're so overwhelmed. We are a yes man or a yes woman. Don't know how to say no, but yet we have the nerve to be overwhelmed. So this is something that you want to do. You want to analyze how you're looking at things and the things that you're looking at, how many of them do you actually need to have on your plate? Because you see, developing more clarity and awareness about how we're viewing and reacting to our lives is important. A lot of times we have all these things in our minds, in our head, and we don't really write them down. So I suggest here, once you do this introspective practice, write things down. Write out the things that you have to do, the things that you think you have to do, and look at your list. And shorten it if you have to. Sometimes we psych ourselves out about the alleged number of things we have to do. But when we take time to sit down and analyze and say, hey, this is something that I'm committed to that I don't really have to do. Or this isn't really that necessary. Once we become aware, we realize that there are a lot of things that we're doing that we don't have to do. And that aren't pushing us forward in the way that we need to be pushed forward. The second thing to ask yourself is, what habits do I have? And this is a big one. What habits do I have? What do I do habitually that keeps me feeling overwhelmed? How are my habits contributing to this? When you wake up in the morning, do you take care of any of the important things? Do you meditate? Do you create content? Do you create a plan for the day? Or do you wake up and automatically get on Instagram and Twitter, get into reply mode, fill your mind with what other people are saying? So after the first hour of your morning, your mind is already overwhelmed because you've read everybody's tweets, you checked out some people's Instagram stories, and you didn't even have time to establish a stasis within your mind, within yourself. So it's no wonder that you enter your day feeling overwhelmed because you already unloaded everybody else's problems and opinions on your brain. For me, this is something that I had to be mindful of. I didn't utilize my mornings as much as I could have because I used my mornings to catch up on my sleep because I wasn't getting enough sleep. So this is something that I'm mindful of as well. Like if I start to feel overwhelmed in the morning, it's like, okay, well, how are you utilize your morning? Are you preparing yourself for success? When you get home, what are your habits when you get home? Do you have a lot to do, but still decide to binge watch your favorite show on Netflix? Now, if this is something that you like to do, I am not condemning you. I'm not judging you. But what I want us to be mindful of are the habits that are keeping us back and make us feel overwhelmed. A lot of people might tout, let's say, Netflix watching as self-care. And in a lot of cases, it might be considered as self-care. But be real with yourself, whether it is self-care 
or whether it is escapism from the things that you have to do or whether it's procrastination. Because if it's escapism and procrastination, then at the end of those shows, the responsibilities are still there and you increase your chances of feeling overwhelmed because now you have less time to get the important things done. So be real with yourself and look at your habits, your day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month habits and see which habits are contributing to you feeling overwhelmed. And then the third thing that you want to do is ask yourself, how do I prioritize and take meaningful action about what matters to me? And this ties into tip one. And this is something that I've been doing recently. I said on Twitter not too long ago that I was just taking a step back to take care of myself and to ensure that the habits that I'm doing day to day cater to the needs that I have. Because ultimately, you want to make sure that you're good. You want to make sure that you're not stretching yourself too thin and that the things that you're doing on a day-to-day basis are moving you forward towards your dreams. So I advise you here to take a step back and think about what matters to you. Think about where you truly want to go, what you truly want to achieve. Sometimes it's best to just take a bare-bones approach. Like I said earlier, you might feel like you're in a juggling act and you have so many things on your plate or so many things you want to accomplish, but it is okay for you to just rest some of those things to the side for right now and focus on what's most important for you. Focus on the things that are going to push the needle the furthest for you. So those are my three suggestions. Whenever you are feeling overwhelmed, the absolute first thing that you want to do is to look at your mindset and to realize the reason why you're feeling overwhelmed is because you're reacting to something. Not because what's happening on the outside is causing you to feel overwhelmed, but because you're choosing, whether subconsciously or consciously, to activate a thought pattern, to activate a belief pattern It's making you feel as though you can't handle it and it is too much and that your life is unfair. So you want to check your beliefs when you're feeling overwhelmed. Then just take a step back and ask yourself, how am I looking at the responsibilities of my life? How am I looking at these things that I have to do? And truthfully, which of these things are important? Which of these things are not important? Which can I take off my plate and my life will be okay. You want to analyze the habits that you have. Ask yourself, how am I contributing to myself feeling overwhelmed? And then you want to prioritize what matters to you. Make sure that those are the things that are at the top of your list, the things that you remind yourself about every day. Because if you develop momentum about what matters to you, it's less likely that you'll feel overwhelmed. Okay, but like I stated earlier, these questions might take some time. It might not be easy for you to just take five minutes and focus on your habits and determine what habits you need to change or determine what is meaningful to you and what you want to take action on within the next month. This takes time and it takes self-awareness. So, What are some things that you can do 
when you're on the job and you have to do something and you don't feel like doing it or you just got home and you just want to go to sleep but you know that you have something that you should do that needs to get taken care of how do you do it i have two tips for you the first thing that you want to do is build your energy up before you do something one thing about motivation it is not a college degree once you have it it's not like you have it for the rest of your life motivation is something that you have to generate it's something that you have to consciously create within yourself so if you are waiting for external motivation waiting for other things to motivate you or just wait for the feeling to show up chances are you're not going to get very much done because a lot of times our energy is in a low place when we're getting ready to do something and this increases our chances of feeling overwhelmed i'm going to use applying for a job as an example now it makes sense that you should be motivated to apply for a job, right? Especially if you're unemployed. But truth be told, the job application process is a job within itself and it can feel very disheartening. So a lot of people, when they approach the job application process, they approach it with a mindset of, oh, this is gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard for me to find anything i'm so annoyed that i have to upload my resume on one page and put it in on the other page so there is all of this negative expectation around the job application process and you might not even feel like doing it so what i've been doing recently before i do anything that i don't feel like doing is amping myself up with words so i would go on a rampage or you could consider it a tirade. I'd say, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to be able to look for jobs. I know that there is a job out there for me somewhere. It doesn't matter what the economy is saying. It doesn't matter what other people are saying. I know that there's a job out there for me, a job that I will love, a job with the benefits that I love, a job with the management, and a team that I would love to work with. I'm grateful that this process is teaching me the art of patience and teaching me the art of se selectively sifting through what I want. This is an amazing opportunity for me. I'm glad that I can just hop on the computer, go on Google and find a job and that it's not the 80s or the 90s where I have to do so much more than I'm doing right now. I'm grateful that the skills that I have, that there's someone out there that wants to hire me. So you see, I talk myself into it. And after doing that for about a minute or two, I'm excited to apply for a job. If anything, now it's a it's like a race. It's a, it's a thrill to find something that matches my vibration at that time. So you always want to work on the energy first. And that's something, that's a theme that I want to drive home in this episode. Your mindset and your energy, those are the things you want to check before you do anything else. Those are your checkpoints before you take further action. So if you're at work or if you get home and there are things that you don't want to do, take about 30 seconds, a minute to just gas yourself up and vocalize. Don't just do it in your head. Vocalize why this is something that's going to be beneficial to you and how it's going to help you to live your best life. 
And the second tip I have for you is just to be mindful of how you divide your energy throughout the day. I already briefly talked about this, but we only have a certain amount of mental capacity or willpower to use every day. It's not infinite. If you work all day, by the end of the day, naturally, you are more tired than you were in the morning. And when we hop on social media in the morning and we spend all day scrolling and checking in on social media and we don't take time to breathe or to detox or even to single task a lot of times we multitask from task a to task b to task c to task b to task d when we engage in these mindless practices we are giving away our energy our physical and our mental energy to things that don't matter, to other people's opinions, to other people's pictures, to things that make us upset, maybe happy, maybe outraged. So we use our mental capacity and our focus ability on things that don't matter. So now when it comes to accomplishing the things that do matter and things that push the needle forward for us, it's harder because we don't have as much juice as we need to have because we've wasted it on meaningless things so that's my suggestion is just to be mindful of your capacity for energy at the beginning of the day and be very selective about where you choose to use your energy and your mental focus so that's all i have for you today folks i hope this helped you and that you can use this anytime that you're feeling overwhelmed I'm not saying that you're not going to feel overwhelmed ever again in life. It's natural and it's human, especially since we've been practicing it for so long. It's going to be easy to just sink into that mindset of feeling overwhelmed. But once you get there, you have to challenge yourself. You have to realize that this is something that you're choosing for yourself. And there are things that you can do to counteract that emotion. It's all about taking your power back, and I'm all about that. And if I can help you take your power back in any way, shape, or form, I feel like I've done my job. If this episode has been helpful to you, please leave a rating and a review so others can know how beneficial this show has been to you. Please follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Once again, thank you for listening. It's always a pleasure having you here with me and to know that I'm bringing value to you and to know that I have supporters. That means a lot to me. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your week and the rest of your month. If you have any questions or comments or requests, please feel free to contact me. But until next time, this is Enrico Ambrister signing off.